0: Guys in short, Sports Los Angeles, bringing you everything you want to know in L.A. sports. And this week, also the Olympics. I think it's a safe bet. We're the only podcast that covers handball and trampoline <laughs> jumping.
1: That's a sport. Yeah, it is a <laughs> I beg to <laughs>
0: Of course, uh, we're also talking your favorite L.A. teams, Dodgers, Angels, Galaxy, and the Rams. Back. I'm Jeff Wilson, and these fine gentlemen are Victor Costello.
2: Usain Bolt is a bad,
0: bad man. Yes, he is. Darren Besa. Whose house? Rams' house. (laughs) Benjamin (laughs) Garcia.
2: Hoopty-hoop.
0: Yeah, and Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Usain, boat, boat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a thing. It, it we'll works. That a thing. It yeah. works. <laughs>
0: yeah. I say we stick with it. Olympic fever has grabbed us all, but I think we're going to hold off on that. Maybe Zika.
3: I think that's Zika. Yeah, I don't think Zika? that's Olympic yeah, fever yet.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's, that's dangerous. <laughs> something, something's bringing the temperature up. I say we start with... A little Rams, Darren Besa. Oh my Woo! gosh! they home. were in town. They're back. Yes, they're home. It is a they fisher are home. We were at the game Saturday against the Dallas Cowboys, yes. where our Los Angeles Rams beat them with that fourth quarter sweet touchdown drive, yeah, and went at twenty-eight to twenty-four.
4: That's right. How great was it to see your boys oh. in your city? It was <laughs> so great, and the fan experience was unbelievable if you get down there guys get down to the south lawn if you see the guys in shorts flag blowing in the wind come over say hi you know beers shoot, on us beers on us play a game <laughs> or of, at least on darren well it's on darren yeah i was gonna say i mean yeah, the, the, the collective us yeah <laughs> but mostly you know, darren yeah. Yeah. You can shoot the shit and <laughs> actually
0: Portuguese Hammer recommended parking on the South Lawn because that's where SC tailgate usually. Yeah, for USC, that is,
3: that's one of the best spots to tailgate for SC games. So I figured location, location, location. It's yeah. probably going to be similar for Rams games, South yeah.
0: Lawn. Not to mention the fact you're on a lawn and not asphalt, which yeah. that makes the temperature at least a little more bearable. You Los don't realize Angeles. Yeah. how hot a hot
1: parking lot is. Those 90 degree Decembers are going to be... Brutal yeah. over there. I have a couple of questions. Yeah. So, first off, did you miss your son's baseball game to watch the football?
4: <laughs> no, no, I did not. Actually, my family uh, they took a little vacation without me. So, uh. oh, wow. <laughs> so he's going to the Rams game right <laughs> <of> here. <laughs> You're like, honey, you want to go on vacation? No, I got a game to go to. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's without me on uh, uh, Friday.
0: You missed a family
1: vacation for your Rams. <laughs>
4: Yeah, this is the first game. Come on. I, I, All I, of you guys should have done the exact same thing. Absolutely. All right,
1: second question yeah. is, how did your quarterback perform in the first series, and how long did he play? Who are we... We're talking about Case Keenum started. He's the yeah. starter. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Oh, they about, did.
4: Yeah, Case Keenum mm-hmm. started, but oh, okay. you're talking about Goff. Uh,
1: yeah, I was talking about Goff. Yeah. Okay.
4: Well, Goff, I mean, he came in uh, right before the halftime. He played, I think, a total of 15 snaps, went four for nine, made a few uh, receptions over to Tyler Higby, who is our tight end. It wasn't a great performance okay. for golf, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily underwhelming. Okay,
1: about, I mean, there's, well, there's you mean like the girls' U.S. soccer team. <laughs> <laughs>
4: We'll get there.
3: get there. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> One about, thing at a time. <laughs> how about Keenum, though? Were we happy? Do you feel like he is the starter and will be the starter, or is Goff going to have uh, I, a shot? I, I
4: think Keenum will be the starter. I'm, I'm a firm believer believer that Keenum should yeah. be the starter. I, me I too. don't yeah. like rookie starters. Coming from Pac-12, going into NFL, I think it's a big transition. Goff needs to go ahead and put on his big boy pants. He needs to go ahead and get to that point. I'm great with him going into, and doing it preseason. Get that out of the way, have him get his hits. have him make those interceptions, and have him learn all of that in the NFL. But for a regular season, go for Keenum. Okay, right. now let's, yeah.
1: let, let's be honest. Were your seats as good as DirecTV's view from your couch? <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's about the atmosphere. It's about the <laughs> atmosphere. <laughs> Honestly,
0: I thought we had great seats. We did. Yeah. We had great seats. Kudos to you, sir, for getting, getting our name in the bucket yeah. fast enough, because those were Fantastic. Yeah.
4: And no that, complaints whatsoever, even with eighty nine thousand plus people that over there yeah, at the they game, set a record, Bro, yeah, the they, record. Did, well, they did set a record. and it did feel like eighty nine thousand. So I don't think uh, Ben, this would have been your. Uh... <laughs> Ben, ben wouldn't Ben wouldn't
0: have made it through the traffic, but then he would have turned around when he saw they were charging fifty dollars for parking oh. at a duplex down the street. Yeah. Like that's not yeah, even that's ridiculous for parking yeah. on the lot. Yeah, that is and ridiculous. It, $50? Fifty dollars, fifty bucks, fifty bucks, and that's like blocks away.
4: In yeah, a, I believe in a it. A dude's house. A shady part of. Yeah, yeah. you gotta
3: yeah. leave your keys in your uh, yeah. Social Security
4: yeah. number. Your, yeah. your, your car's gonna, gonna be on blocks there. when you get back. From I saw him go up to all the way to a hundred. Yeah before it was you up got to 100 into bucks. The stadium,
1: so, yep. hey, so, just so I, you know, before you guys finish with the Rams talk, the Raiders. I want to throw a little bit of love out towards the Raiders. All right, 30 oh. seconds on no, the clock. That's all, that's all I need. That's all I need. Yeah. They're going to be good this year. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's it. That's all I wanted to say. We'll see now you, guys you can in the talk
1: Super Bowl. Now you guys can talk about your 4-12 and 12 Rams. Uh, oh, all I want to say no. is the Raiders are going to be good. Be better than 4-12. <laughs> think 4-12? I think you guys are going to go 4-12. and 12. What did the oh, Raiders do oh, last? Oh, oh, I
2: was going to say, wait a bet, second. This is
0: totally bet, a bet right bet, here. Bet, 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 You going to take that action, Ben? <laughs>
1: better oh, record what, than the... What are we talking about? Oh,
4: I say they go better than 4-12. and Case Keenum. Seriously? Yeah. Four and twelve. Uh, you know yeah, what? I'm not going to take it just because uh, uh
5: just
1: because four and twelve is actually really bad. Would you guys go last year? Wait, what would you guys go? Five and twelve is not even. There's seventeen <laughs> games they Hammer. They went seven and
3: nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, they, they went eight and sixty-four. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what did what did they do last year? They were seven no, yeah, and nine.
1: Seven and nine. Oh, they were seven so, and nine. Yeah. If
4: I remember Jeff Fisher correctly. Uh,
1: or not. No, I won't take it. But they're going to be bad. Yeah, he this said they're not going seven and nine. Yeah. Yeah, they're
2: F- no, they're
4: going, not going 7-9. All right, back on track. Besa, your reaction
0: to the game Saturday? I thought it was
4: a great game. Um, I like close games. I was definitely a little worried. If I could erase 13 seconds from my memory banks... I would definitely go ahead and erase that and uh, course, opening kickoff. And, of course, you're speaking of, yes, the opening kickoff
0: the opening where kickoff, it yeah. went right oh, to the Cowboys to the and they <laughs> took it right to the house. That <laughs> was rough. It was, And it was kind of awkward because this is the first play, literally the first play for the Rams back in L.A. With 20, your starters.
4: 22 years and we yeah, opened up with that.
2: It's preseason again, it's pre-season. you guys. Yeah, yeah, it is preseason. We went over this in, and for well, Major League Baseball. We've done yeah. this Agreed. Agreed. But, yeah. but when you have...
0: A, a sellout crowd, and it they're all pumped, up, yeah. and it gets taken like that. You're not thinking about that at that moment. But but was, then after that, you're saying, oh, it's just preseason, yeah. and you get over it real quick. But it did hurt when it happened. It, it did it hurt. It was a little awkward. It did hurt, yeah. We could keep talking about this for hours, but we've got a ton <laughs> more to do. So moving on. Let's talk a little Olympics, gentlemen.
1: Ooh. U-S-A. U-S-A.
0: USA! 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 What's our medal count? Medal count.
3: The USA, of course, is number one in the medal count. Of with course, we are. That's right. Yeah. 20, Twenty-six gold, twenty-one silver, and twenty-two bronze. Followed by China with forty-five total medals. Great Britain with 38 total medals, and Russia with 30 medals.
0: We're Not even well, close. Ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well ahead. yeah. Well ahead. That's what nice. we do. Ben, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, where you want to start? You're covering swimming, water polo, and right. gymnastics.
1: So I'll start with water polo. The men were expected to come in and to compete for a medal this year, and unfortunately they didn't end up making the medal round, so they were eliminated Ooh. early in group play. But the women the women have been playing pretty well and have advanced to the quarterfinals where they play Brazil, the home uh, host city, tomorrow. And uh, we'll see where they go from there. So uh, assuming that they win that, they'll uh, go into the semifinals. And then if they win that, obviously they go to the finals. So yeah. we're hoping Are they looking for big good? things. Playing for a medal, yeah. Honestly, I haven't watched a single game. So
5: <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I had to look
0: of? that up. Huh? Well, that was a bad Wait, question. I got a question for you. Because I watched a little bit of water polo today. Okay. And I remember when you and I were playing water polo back at Gar High School. Gee, hi, Gladys, <laughs> we always hey, get buddy. in trouble for grabbing the ball on top. Yes. And that seems like that's the only way they grab the ball is on well, top. Well, for those that don't know you're the rules, if you place your yeah. hand on top of the
1: ball and then the defender comes and t- pushes the ball under with your uh-huh. hand on top, it's a turnover the other right. way. So they teach us and they, they teach you as a young kid that that's how you're supposed to pick up the ball is from underneath. Literally, it's like, you know, in baseball, when you're playing shortstop, they tell you to glove to the ground and uh-huh. then come up for it. It's the same sort of deal. But when you're Derek Jeter and you've been doing it for 25 years, gotcha. you don't do it anymore. Gotcha. So it's yeah. one of those things. Okay. That makes sense. I was just trying to compare myself to Olympians, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're doing it wrong. Long story short. <laughs> doing it.
0: Yeah. What do we got? So I'll go what into else? the
1: swimming next. So it's been unbelievable. My takeaways from swimming is that Michael Phelps is gonna be sorely missed in two thousand twenty because who, he just announced I'm sorry, who did you Michael Pahelps? Pahelps, what, What's yes. his name? Yeah, Michael Pahelps. Never heard of him. Never heard of
5: him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he just announced that he wasn't going to come back for right. 2020, which I don't actually believe. We'll <laughs> see in, in 2018 when he starts training, whether he <laughs> decides to come days. back.
3: Had he retired four years ago, he still would have been But at his age, and, at
1: 31 oh, years yeah. old, five, gold, was it, was it five golds and one silver. And the one silver, he actually was in a three-place tie in the 100 butterfly. And just the guy is unbelievable. He it's came amazing. in with only four events. And uh, he's been swimming so well that they actually placed him in two more relays that he wasn't expecting to be in. Wow. And crazy. so, you know, to watch to watch a guy in his 30s, you know, swim the 200 free in that relay and then barely be, get, be able to get out of the pool was just unbelievable. We are witnessing greatness. And, you know, I'm glad that, that I've been able to watch all that I have. And then on the women's side, Katie Ledecky has been just as amazing. That girl, everything mm-hmm. she's swimming in, she's winning. And she is the best women swimmer that we've had in this country in a very, very long time. So, again, she's young, so we'll be able to see her in 2020 and potentially even in 2024. Yep, Just nice. great, great, great team. Um, and... The, the men and women are just doing phenomenal. Yeah, and absolutely amazing. Yeah, those Ledecky races aren't even close. She's miles oh, ahead. Oh, she's yeah. Yeah. crushing second it. Place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially the longer the distance, the better she gets. You know, So the 200 is where she's the most susceptible to losing because it's the shortest race, but once she gets to the 400 and to the 800, no one can touch her, and no one will touch her in the next four years. Yeah. And
3: that's where you see in her her post interviews, is you can tell she's not worried about anyone else. She's break, setting a time for herself and wants to meet that goal, yeah. which shows that, that confidence to say, I'm not worried about beating anyone i just want to beat this time now
1: that's a perfect segue speaking of confidence so the next person i want to talk about is lily king i don't know if you guys know much or if you if you watched so anyway she is a freshman i believe at indiana or indiana state university 19 years old and so she comes in and she starts talking shit about the oh yeah russian Russian, who had been banned for doping and then about a week or two before the olympics they allowed her to swim and she basically is just saying you know what I want someone to I want to compete against somebody that's clean and you know everyone kind of took her words and as as you know just talking crap and it kind of was but to go out there in the hundred breaststroke and then knowing that all the pressure's on right. you and America and the world is watching because of what you said and then to go out and perform and to win the gold, I mean that's that's at Much. 19 years old that is yep, amazing. That's pretty crazy. That's D1 style right there. <laughs> it is. She's you know what I give her the favorite uh, athlete. I give her the D1 award for having just <laughs> the huge balls to say this is what's going to happen and then go out and she's the women's swimming. Yeah, sure. you know what? She's yeah. got balls. She's fantastic. <laughs> and then the, the, to wrap things up with uh, the women's gymnastics, that's the other one that I I've been watching from the very beginning and. So I had mentioned last week when we were talking about who was going to be the, the the best person and Simone Biles was the clear favorite coming in and she ended up winning all around gold. Yeah, she did amazing. And the U.S. women's gymnastics team did what the U.S. women's soccer team couldn't and <laughs> oh. it was to go <laughs> oh. in as a favorite
0: and to win. Oh. Wow. So, hey, you're American as well. You need to be supporting <laughs> no, U.S.
1: women's soccer. No, I am. I'm very, I'm, I'm very sad. I didn't say I wasn't. I'm very <laughs> yeah. sad about the win. That's the,
2: what, you, second time second that he's mentioned? Mentioned? yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Yeah, because I, just, okay, I was, you know Eric is going to turn it around I somehow.
3: I think he's got a crush on Hope Solo. That's all it is. I do. Yeah. I don't, I, it's
1: not a small crush. It's a big crush on Hope Solo. But um, you know, just the way the women perform. The only thing that kind of came out of this was the Gabby Gabby Douglas thing. So Gabby Douglas mm. won the all-around gold in 2012, and then comes in this year really. Didn't I mean had to be picked by the by the team yeah, captain? Yeah, yeah, she didn't even qualify in in the uh, Olympic trials, but they brought her on because of her experience. And then actually, they took away some of the events from um, Lori Hernandez, who actually qualified second to give them to Gabby Douglas because they thought that, you know what, she's going to come in and she's a veteran. She knows she's been here before. She's going to do it. And she had a horrible meet. And then on top of that, when they win the gold, she doesn't put her hand over her heart like the other girls. And so there's mm. been all this controversy. And so everyone's really flipped on her. And you know what? A lot of it has to do with the fact that she's got just an RBF, a resting bitch face. Every time you're looking at her, this girl just looks like she's unhappy. And I think that, you know, a lot of that now is coming back to, to kind of haunt her. But anyway, it's been it's been wonderful. The, the, the women's gymnastics at at this point is, is done and um, they you were know, off the yeah. charts yeah. Well, so this, incredible yeah at this point the only thing I'm going to watch now is going to be the track and field that's the only other thing that interests me but the first week was just unbelievable
2: yeah and people are actually calling this the greatest women's gymnastic team ever yeah not just in the wow. US like ever yeah, they they're just untouchable. Like, they're supposed to be absolutely amazing. And
1: I don't know if you know this, but when I had mentioned that the teams were reduced from 7 team members down to 5 because the US was so dominant in 2020, Stronger. they're actually reducing them down to 4. So, oh, wow. See, they're Gabby really trying this. Yeah, they're really <laughs> trying to, <laughs> Sorry, to, to to make the world competitive against the United States. Well, speaking of resting
3: bitch face, the women's soccer team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't say anything about Pope Solo.
0: <laughs> Hold that thought, because we need to take a break.
3: I figure if we wanted to throw that in there, we oh,
0: could. Oh, yeah. no, for sure. <laughs> That's a good tease for what's to come. More Olympic talk. We still got Angels and Dodgers to talk about. And, of course, Hammer will give us his Galaxy update. All that right after this. Tired of being sidelined due to back pain, headaches, or sciatica? Instead of medicating the symptoms, fix the cause of the problem. Here at Garcia Chiropractic, we do a thorough evaluation of every patient. Our digital x ray analysis gets to the root of the problem and gets you back in the game. Go online to DannyGarciaDC.com to schedule a new patient exam. Mention guys in shorts and you'll receive a complimentary 30 minute massage. Again, that's DannyGarciaDC.com. DannyGarciaDC.com. Schedule your exam today. We are back, and we're talking Olympics. By the way, this is an interesting thing. So the U.S. got its thousandth medal the other day. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty impressive. That's how we do it? USA. And I, found, I found something that had some interesting statistics. So the first gold medalist was James B. Connolly. He did the triple jump, but it was in 1896.
2: Nice, Victor Dijon. You know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I went to college with him. He was my uh, freshman year of college. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, Which back then was actually high school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, we all know Michael Phelps is the most decorated U.S. Olympian with 23 gold medals. Uh, we have the most gold medals in track and field with 323. The youngest gold medalist was 13 years old. She had Shut to be from China. Up, she dude. had to be from China. March U.S. Russia. No. Hey, what? Russia. We're talking about U.S. Oh, U.S.
1: Oh. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't oh, are you paying up. attention was again. No. I was <laughs> watching yes. men's gymnastics and drinking whiskey.
3: drink of that whiskey. <laughs> oh, the oh. child, the, he just factored in child labor laws and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's got to be Chinese.
0: <laughs> yeah, in springboard diving was she was 13 years old. Springboard diving. Yeah. Wow. The oldest gold medalist, Charles Jacobus in croquet. Oh, wow, do you think? bring it back. Seventy one. 71. Sixty-four years oh. Oh. old. You're close. <laughs> Brutal.
3: Ben, you still have a shot, dude. We're getting the yeah. croquet team back together.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. So let's talk a little track and field while we're at it. We've so far won five medals. This is as of recording on Sunday. Two gold, two silver, and one bronze. And I just kind of want to point out, one of those golds was in the long jump, which we all competed in last weekend. Well, what did they go? Did yeah, 61 let's, let's inches? Compare. Let's so, compare. Yeah. Feet, <laughs> so our long jumper, Mr. D1 himself, who pulled a hammy in the process, jumped 157 inches or 4.36 meters. <laughs> had to convert it into meters because <laughs> the Olympics and they use the metric system. Jeff Henderson for team USA took gold by jumping 8.38 meters.
5: Wow. So not quite wow. double. Wow. <laughs> so he almost yeah. doubled Ben and tripled mine.
4: But imagine
2: yeah. just remember how yeah, right.
4: far Ben did jump.
2: Just picture that in your head. For me, not not oh, yeah. not, not you guys it, in the on the podcast, but for us that did it well, and when, saw how far. When I was ben converting jumped.
0: the meters, I had to redo the calculation because I was like, that can't this be right. Yeah. That's just that's nuts. It's insane yeah. how far these guys jump. That's pretty amazing. So we're way off <laughs> from being Olympians, if you didn't already no, know. I'm, that. I'm, I'm way off.
3: <laughs> Heartbroken.
0: <laughs> so track is just getting warmed up, and we'll have plenty more of that to report on next. But let's get to some volleyball and basketball.
2: Vic, what do you got for us? I want to make this as short and sweet as possible. I know we're running uh, low on time here. <laughs> so Story of our lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So we'll what, start us off- ramble on
3: the world's <laughs> longest 30-minute podcast. Vic, <laughs> <laughs> you've got 30 seconds. Go. Yeah, exactly. All
2: right, we'll start off with the indoor team. The women's indoor team is actually 5-0 and 0 in pool play, and they are now headed to the quarterfinals, so we'll, it's awesome. Good yeah. for them. Bring home the gold. So are they playing in a pool or on a court? <laughs> yes. In the, pool. Um, <laughs> the men's team started off slow. They actually started off 0-2, which is really, guys, come on, let's do this, uh, in their first two oh. games, but they picked up steams with wins over the host country, Brazil and France, to stay in the middle chase. So they, they're still there they can actually still get some kind of medal to beach volleyball the men are 4-0 and they're, they're into the quarterfinals and they will also face the host country brazil on monday i, I want to say conspiracy here yeah what's <laughs> up with that i don't know the women's beach volleyball team actually had two teams in it um we're not going to talk about one team because they're out and there was no la based player on that team okay. so we will talk about carrie walsh jennings Newport Zone uh, yeah. olympian and april ross they are also 4-0 but they've dominated Uh, Who they've been playing, except for the last game. Last game was a little bit closer, but for the most part, they've dominated. They're also into the quarterfinals, and I don't know if you guys have seen any of their games, but you talk about intensity. Oh Oh, yeah, man, they bring they they bring they they scare me. Yeah, yeah, and then and then as soon as the game's over, they're like all happy go lucky and like it's everything's focused on the court, which is awesome. It's actually a huge
0: contrast to the indoor volleyball team, which after every play they huddle and they're yeah. laughing and joking. Yeah. And they were talking about it today how that's kind of encouraged because they don't want to think about, they don't want to dwell on the last play. They want to move on to the next play. So
2: Yeah, it's know. yeah, two different ways of doing it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, USA Basketball. The women's team have been kicking some booty. Uh, they are 5-0 and and have blown out pretty much every team that they've played so far. Nobody's even come close, including just beloved Team Canada. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on with that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the men's does. team, not so much. Their first two games and were we blowouts. Cur- we
3: cursed them by saying the games weren't close enough. Uh, yeah, God. we really did. That was the <laughs> I'll, I'll take, crew I'll take, crew I'll take we're it that. part
2: of that blame, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then they, they beat Australia 98-88, to 88, which was kind of expected. Australia has a good team, so you were like, ah, oh, 10 points, you know, whatever. But they were down They'll, they'll pick it up. it yeah. that game. Yeah, they'll pick it up, whatever. Like, they got their scare now. Now it's not going to happen. Plus, they're playing Serbia next, right? Like, Serbia. Yeah. I mean, enough said, right? Not so much. They barely won that game ninety four to ninety
1: one. Isn't by Serbia three points. Isn't Serbia an actually a good team? As it turns out. As it turns out, well, yeah. The, no, the, but the, the US routinely they've been good. Uh because Bro- they were Croatia Serbia for a while and then they broke, but both teams have always been competitive. Competitive, but this particular
2: team—they weren't like the U.S. J- jumped out to like a twenty-point lead or something like that, like in the first quarter. I mean, they were just running circles around them, and then suddenly, you know, it's, something's going on with this team. Uh, and then France was actually supposed to be one of their toughest opponents. Um, they barely beat today, one hundred and ninety-seven, behind Los Angeles's own Clay Thompson's thirty points. Boop, boop. Wanted to bring that up because he's an LA player. But I don't know exactly what's going on with this team, and and I think it's a lot of stuff. I actually think it's. Uh, the world is getting better, which is just its just what's happening. The, you know, every team is getting better. They're us. catching up to us. And USA Basketball might need to change the way that they do things because these, these guys have hardly played with each other. You know, They might have to have a longer camp where these guys get to. And not only that, but don't make them play other NBA L, or US based NBA players when they're they should get an all-star team of, of uh, European players or something to play them because it's a t- completely different type of game that they play so I don't know I don't, I don't know you guys I, have seen I do you think these though games. that this is uh, kind of the Usain Bolt I'm
0: so far ahead that I'm just looking looking back. at the side to see, see how far behind, behind everyone yeah. else is I'm just coast I'm not going to reveal my hand yet do you think there's any of that in this or
2: for I've- a game that close no no, I, I think there's a bit of that where they, they do think that they're way better than these teams, but I, I I don't think that they're letting go of the throttle so much as they're not putting teams away. So, like they like, should be. Like they should be, yeah. You know
3: what I mean? I, think, I, I disagree a little bit that the world is getting better. I think the U.S. has enough talent. <laughs> <that> they're, just, <laughs> yeah. they're just way better than everyone, and it's not going to be close. I think it has to be with the way this team was put together. They put this team together kind of like an all-star team in the sense that they just brought – a bunch of names. I don't think they thought about the formation of a team and position players and rotation guys and who's going to be your starter and in certain positions. So I think that's why they're struggling because they just bought, brought a bunch of guys well, instead of some building Some guys a said team.
2: no too. Yes,
3: exactly. And then the other thing that I want to point out is each game has had a different high scorer. And that's something that kind of concerns me a little bit because I think if you're going to have any success, basketball is a type of sport where you need to have your star player and that's where it works against the u.s because they have so many different guys that right. can chip in there's no one who's put this team on their shoulders and said okay this is my you know like kobe did in in beijing where he just put the team on his back and said okay i got it from here i, I was kind of expecting durant to do that but durant hasn't done it it's just been a different guy he's soft game. <laughs> 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 when clay thompson is your top scorer I mean, who, Clay Thompson's who, a great player, but I don't. Is he gonna? Is he your MVP that should be leading you in scoring in each game? I don't well,
2: know. Uh, well, he's he has he's had a horrible tournament before this game. Like he was really really bad. He hasn't been doing anything. But against European teams, you have to have outside shooters. You need a shooter. You need, you need shooters. shooters yeah. yeah, especially if you're not going to have the dominating. I mean, we have no no offense to our Clipper fans, but you know. <laughs> When uh, DeAndre Jordan uh, is your is your center, one of your centers. I mean, he's not going to give you much offensive production uh, without Chris Paul there to give him a lob. So, uh, yeah, you're going to have to bring in those shooters. But I agree. Yeah, I, nobody's there's nobody on this team that's like that. That's going to say get on my back. And well, Kobe might be the last person that's well, you, like that. You
1: know, the, the, and this goes back to the to the 1996. Or 1992, uh, the actual dream team. team. When they all got together, they actually lost their first practice game to college players. Mm -hmm. And it was for that exact same reason that you got 15 stars all on the same team. And not one of them wanted to say, give me the ball at the end of the game. Because not that they didn't think they were the best player, but they didn't want to be that guy that was taking shots away from others. So that is a big problem when you get guys together like that is that, you know, it really takes a a strong personality to walk in into the room you know, with the best of that the America has to offer and yeah. to say, you know what, fourth quarter goes through me. You, re- It's a special player. And, and nowadays... Ron's the only guy. I I, and, and, I, and I keep hammering on how soft new players are. It's <laughs> it's going to get worse. Is that these guys just, they don't have that ability to do that because they're all just fun and games. Ha <laughs> ha, we're happy to be here. You need somebody to get in there and say, you know what, this is what we're going to do and this is my team.
0: I kept waiting for the... Uh... Basketball players to huddle up after every point and smile and, and do a little volleyball butt. cheer.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Smack on the butt. Hammer. What happened to our girls' soccer team? <laughs>
3: the curse of Manaus. Oh really? Well, I don't know if you guys okay, are, this is a new take. Yeah, this is I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. Their last uh, group stage game, they played against Colombia. They tied two two. That game was played in the city of Manaus, which is in the middle of the Amazon rainforest so the stadium was built in 2014 and it was built for the world cup in 2014 and every single team that played in that stadium went on to lose their next mm-hmm. game
0: oh really with,
3: with the exception of portugal but portugal was already eliminated
0: <laughs> So it's, not uh, <laughs> but, of course but they were so that's because, the whole reason you brought this up <laughs> but because the who won the euro
3: i forgot <laughs> ah it's a uh, portugal that's oh, right. right that's <laughs> we'll get into that a little later <laughs> but but that's something going back because the conditions were so rough and the soccer teams they had to travel a bit more right. than a lot of the other Olympians because they are happening in Rio the Olympics the soccer stadiums are spread out throughout the country so it's not all centrally located so there was some travel um, that may have fatigued the players so going into their quarterfinal game they played Sweden and Sweden was the third place team out of their group and they didn't look impressive in group play so I I, think, I don't. They
0: think, looked pretty impressive to me. They <laughs> know. <I'm, laughs> hey they're easy on the eyes anyway. <laughs> if
3: you're watching for that reason, then I guess oh, yes. you're fair okay. there. But um, basically, I don't think the U.S. took them seriously, but they really should have because they're coached by Pia Sundhage, which is the former U.S. national team coach. So if someone was going to know the United States right. tactics, it was going to be Sweden. And that's exactly what happened. They frustrated this U.S. team. But don't tactics change as coaches change? They do change this coach's chain, but the U.S. has a very specific style. The way they play soccer, they're very direct. They're very on the ball. She's familiar with these players. She knows how they're going to come at them. So I think the U.S., if – if you've been around that team, that culture, you're going to be able to, to play well against them. Certain countries play a certain style, just like Brazil has in the men's game has always played a specific style. So if you know that style, it doesn't matter who the coach is, Brazil's going to play a certain way. I think the same is true for the U.S. women's team. They've always kind of played the same way, very direct, uh, very, you know, on, on the ball. That's kind of their game. So I think that's something that they, they underestimated with the, the opposing coach.
0: So let me ask you this. USA women's soccer is the powerhouse that they are yes. around the world. Men's soccer is
3: is not a powerhouse. As it turns out. Let's call it not a powerhouse. It's yeah. not a powerhouse.
0: <laughs> what what's the reason for the difference between those?
3: I think it has to do with women's sports in general. In the United States, women's sports is important. There's, you know, college programs, Title 9, women are Or Girls in sports is important. Women's sports is important. So there's resources behind it. There are countries where soccer isn't even – it's a huge sport for the men, but there are federations where the women didn't have a team five or 10 years ago. So they're relatively new to the game. So much like the rest of the world in the men's game, the U.S. men are catching up because we're kind of start, just now starting to develop players and have programs in place to become uh, you know, a power in soccer. We're catching up to the rest of the world. And
2: that's what the, it's inverse for the U.S. women. Plus a, a professional league. I mean, there actually is a you know, women's professional league here in the U.S.
3: Yeah. We will, I don't know if we're going to start covering that just yet.
2: Do we have a team? The LA team LA folded? There was a, team. was a there was, oh, some, there okay. was an we, LA team <laughs> at, at, actually can't. at Home Depot at the Home Depot Center. Uh, well, it was the Home Depot Center at that time. <laughs> uh, that uh, league folded. The team folded, then the league folded, and then a new league popped it was like up. Like the third okay. league, yeah. Oh,
0: Ben, we almost had
2: more soccer updates for you. Yeah. shoot, yeah. sorry, buddy.
0: <laughs> it's
5: all right.
3: Lucky you. Well, it was disappointing because they 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 were expecting to win the gold and to not even play for a medal, not even a bronze medal match, is really disappointing. And then Hope Solo's comments after the game were, she's a wreck.
5: Yeah. <laughs> she's the worst.
3: <laughs> she basically criticized the team for not playing direct. She called them cowards. And it's like, she well, called Sweden cowards. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 yeah, it's like, that's how you win. Oh, yeah. if wow. She got reamed for that. Yeah.
2: By the U.S. soccer, by ex-players. Like Everybody went after her, yeah. So now that your beloved women's
0: soccer is <laughs> out, how are you spending the rest of your Olympics? Handball?
3: I'm done. I'm done with <laughs> the Olympics.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm so oh, On your st- recommendation, <laughs> I tuned into some handball today and it's actually pretty legit. It's really exciting. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's a it great sport fun. to uh-huh. watch. Yeah. Especially when it's the Norwegian women's team, <laughs> which you were not lying <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> if that's how you're I'm gonna rope you guys in, then that's the way to go. Love it. Well we saved the best for last. Oh. Base has got a riveting men's trampoline update oh, for goodness, us. Dog. I'm
5: sure. Oh. <laughs>
4: I'm so glad you guys talk about some wax sports like swimming and soccer, track, track and field. Nobody cares about that stuff. I'm talking about some good old trampoline action. Uh, Are you listening to
2: the words that are coming out of your mouth?
4: What's happening?
1: Uh, His family goes on vacation and that's what he watches. (laughs) (laughs) I am all trampoline
4: all the time. Did anything exciting happen? Uh, just to make it short and quick, uh, Saturday launched off the Rio uh, Oh, I see what Rio you did there. Olympic arena <laughs> trampoline action. <laughs> And I'd love to say that there were 89,000 people in attendance, but there was more like eight to 900
5: oh, wow. people
4: in attendance. That's 799 more than I thought would be there. Yeah, exactly.
3: All well, well, the athletes do. They have, families have families. Families, yeah. yeah I was say, Mom and dad were there. Uh,
4: <laughs> a lot yeah. of people in attendance looking for uh, China's number one trampolinist, Mr. Dong Dong. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, Listen, your favorite. I caught Dong Dong in action and it was impressive. Oh, yeah. I can tell you. <laughs> Dong, Dong, Dong Dong was flopping around out there pretty impressively.
4: <laughs> but Jeez. these. These guys get some great height. We're talking about 30, yeah. 35 feet up in the air. They do twist, turns, flips, nips, dips, whatever still they do. Still not impressive. <laughs> I don't
5: still think can say that. Only Darren can say that.
0: I can say that.
4: Unfortunately, Dong Dong didn't do so well. He did not walk away with the gold. He the alliteration
2: away... in that sentence was amazing, <laughs> by yeah. the way.
4: He didn't walk away with the bronze, but he did get his silver. So in Beijing, Dong Dong did get a bronze. Did get a bronze. In London, Dong Dong got a gold, and this year, he got the the silver, so. I was always told never to bronze your Dong Dong. Yeah. (laughs) So it's kind of up in the air. I guess we're going to have to wait for 2020, see if he rises to the occasion. (laughs) You win the gold medal today. Seriously.
0: Listen, on no other Uh, podcast are you going to get this trampoline update. Yeah. The gold medal for numbers of times the dong was said, oh, yeah. <laughs> and well done, Besa. Did U.S. factor it at all? They had no. one, but he no. missed the cut. A dong dong show. Yeah, yeah,
1: he missed the one. cut. He
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 <You> snipped. Dong dong snipped him. Well, I don't think the Olympic talk could get uh, any better no. than that. So Let's
3: quit while we're ahead. Moving
0: on. <laughs> Are the Angels still relevant? Uh,
4: no. <laughs> We've lost 10 games in a row. That 10 is in ridiculous. A row. Oh, yes, it hurts. that is so ridiculous. This is the worst in Mike Socia's career with the Angels, and it is not good at all. We're 14 and a games back behind Texas, and I don't know how many games. Actually, no, we're 19 games back. Yeah, we're 19 back. Behind Texas and 14 and a half games back in the wildcard race. So we were swept by Cleveland. We were swept by Chicago, we were swept by Seattle. Jeez. All in a row. And you still good. and
2: you guys still don't want any changes whatsoever?
4: <sighs> well I do. I don't know
2: about this. Guy. <laughs> I will say seven of those games
0: were close games. They were within two runs. <laughs> seven of the, so, the ones he so all lost. Seven of those ten losses. <laughs> <runs. laughs> so it's not lost. like blowouts every time. Jeff.
4: <laughs> two of those That's games what they're going to say ten, 10 years from now By 10 runs Yes Two of them from, were they yeah, yeah. are 10 plus runs He blocked those two out <laughs> Yeah
0: I was trying to put the The rainbow the and Jeff? butterfly spin on it <laughs> The Jeff spin <laughs> How
2: about the Dodgers well, They looking any better? Past 10 games were a Pedestrian 5 and 5 So better then Yes Yeah. <laughs> okay. I take one at this point
1: But the Giants are playing 500 balls, so I don't think they've lost anything. They haven't
2: lost any ground on the Giants, um, but their last 10 games, they haven't exactly been, you know, lighting anything on fire. Uh, Offensively, they're still still clicking. They had 47 runs in those 10 games, which is amazing. Wow. Um, And they were only shut out in one game, uh, unlike the Angels. (laughs) Wait, wait, you said 47 um, runs? 47 runs in 10 games. We've had 30 runs in. 10 games, but we weren't shut out in any games, so no, we weren't.
1: No. <laughs> you lost That's 10 true. games in a row, you have no leg to stand. Yeah, but, but I'll take it,
2: I'll, that take at it. Us, so I'll take it. That's true. <laughs> that is true, I'll take You're right. They now have 14 players on the DL, three of them are outfielders, 11 of them are pitchers, right? And that was before what happened today and yesterday. Brandon McCarthy comes out from the DL list, throws two innings, gets hurt. Brett Anderson today gets back from the DL list, throws one inning, and gets hurt. Oh. Wow! Yeah, but
1: in good news, Clayton Kershaw threw catch yes. a couple yes. days ago. I'll didn't.
2: take it. You know what? I will take That being said, I- I'm on board with this team because to have – they're now nearing the Major League Baseball record, or I don't know if they've passed it, but they were right there with the amount of injuries uh, ever in Major League Baseball, and they're still doing this good. I mean, that's just – there's no other team in baseball that I don't think can pull could pull that off this year. like their depth has helped them so much. Uh, I, I'm on board with this team. I love what they're doing. very nice. very cool.
0: All right. Moving on to our galaxy update hammer. What do you got for us?
3: Big finish. Here we go. So galaxy was in action two times this week. They had a midweek game versus FC Dallas for the U S open cup semifinal. Oh, right. So this is your beloved Buena park rec league yes, uh, yes. tournament.
0: Start at the bottom and then <laughs> go all the way to the top. So
3: the buzz around this tournament, uh, it's kind of like on the internet and on Twitter is that Bruce arena does not care about this tournament, which is why he kind of puts out these mediocre lineups and, uh, The the A-minus lineups or B teams. So I thought that since we managed to get into a semifinal, that this may be taken a little more seriously and we might see uh, some of our regular starters out there and might add a little firepower to the lineup. But once the starting lineup was released on Wednesday, it was clear that Bruce Arena does not care about this tournament. Really, He he put out what is clearly the B team. Now, me being the optimist, I thought, well, maybe they still can, but FC Dallas put out their regular starting lineup, so I didn't think that the Galaxy were going to have a chance in this game. But they actually impressed me. In the first half, they had a lot of great opportunities. Uh, I saw Alan Gordon and Mike McGee probably should have scored, so they could have very easily been up 2-0, possibly even 3-0 if they kind of converted some of these half chances. But they ended up staying tied 0-0. The game went back and forth, but FC Dallas had some chances as well, but I don't think that anything was too threatening. So the game ended 0-0 and they ended up forcing an overtime. Before the overtime, they brought in some of their regular starters, Giovanni Dos Santos and Giassi Zardes, and so they kind of kicked things up a little bit. In the first overtime, Giovanni Dos Santos actually drew a penalty. So Mike McGee came up and he was able to bury that penalty, so the Galaxy was up 1-0, always right in the world. Yeah. A little bit of overtime so we should be able to close this game out but in the second overtime in the last five minutes oh. of the game, it completely fell apart. Uh, Dallas scored in the 116th minute and the 121st minute. Oh, uh, both off-headers. And so, uh, you know, a minute after the game is scheduled to end so Bruce Serena was not happy about that. But you, the way the game was played... Because is he play- <laughs> started to care because he put <laughs> yeah, the one, players one, in one, at the end. Yeah, <laughs> Once he actually <laughs> put the players in, he started to show like he cared a bit. So the the good news is our B team was close to beating their A team, but right. the bad news is, is we got eliminated from a, a tournament game, which never feels good. So it's a little bit of a heartbreaker to lose that game, but I always think we talked about the men's basketball team losing a scrimmage game or losing a practice game and that kind of lighting a fire i think this loss they saw the heartbreak they lost they had that pain so maybe this is something that's going to fire them and a slap yeah, in the and, face it's going to kick them into gear
2: yeah and i, I feel like i'm in the minority but i'm okay with them building a b team for for the for the us open cup for a couple of reasons number 1 if you get one of your main guys hurt in the in the open cup everybody's going to come down on you and say, why were you playing? You know, it's a
3: lose-lose situation. Yeah. That's fair. So,
2: you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you personally, I'd rather win MLS than the Open Cup. So if you can win it with your B team, great. And then you're also getting your B team uh, some experience, especially in a high-pressure game. Like, you're getting these guys that don't usually get into the game, into a high-pressure game, and they played their butts off. They did really well. So now if you do need them later on, they've already felt that pressure. So I am okay. I, I know a lot of people were mad, but I'm okay with not yeah. fielding.
3: So. That was the heartbreaking loss midweek, so we hope to bounce back. They played the Colorado Rapids, who sit in second place uh, in the league. So this was a big game. They needed to get some points out of it. The big news for Colorado is they have uh, a former—is he still a goalie, Tim Howard? He's still on the roster he oh. might be a little past his prime. A but,
2: little bit, yeah, a little bit past his prime. But
3: yeah, uh, yeah. U.S. national team goalie Tim Howard, he was signed uh, during the trade window, so he's the big name that they have. And it's kind of the same story for the Galaxy in this game. They had a lot of great opportunities, and Tim had some heads. nice. He and, had some nice. Yeah, saves. Tim Howard came up big. So Giassi Zardes had one of the best opportunities, where Steven Gerrard gave him a nice ball, which was nice to see because Gerrard a week earlier uh, had a. Kind of an atrocious game in yeah. my opinion against New York. So it was nice to see him bounce back in this game and play well. But Giassi couldn't put it away, and then Yella Van Dam had a great header. I love that guy. that went off the post. And I, I again, you said I cannot say how much I love this signing. Yeah. He, I've, I want him to get a goal so badly. Oh, There's too, not a guy yeah. who deserves a goal because <laughs> he is just everywhere on the wheel on the field. He's flying around. He's tackling players. He's getting up on offense, getting the headers. So he's really been a great player. And then a little bit of a shout out to our uh, our friend Josh Guessman, the corner of the Galaxy yes, Podcast. Yes, yes, he's yeah. selling some buttons on his website that say he's damn no, good. Oh yeah, I saw
2: no. those. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. So if you get so a chance, awesome.
3: yeah, check out uh, at Galaxy Podcast, get some buttons. Because it's it's, a, it's pretty clever. If Galaxy's yeah. your thing, yeah. you're into yellow Van dam like I am, might as well get a pin and represent.
0: Absolutely.
3: So with those missed opportunities, we went into the second half and Colorado was able to score a goal where it was kind of a lucky goal in my opinion. It was just a 20, 25 yard strike and it was just a perfectly hit ball. So you can't get mad because it was just a great shot. So they were a little bit fortunate to get that goal. So the Galaxy was down, they fought back and off a set piece with uh, Steven Gerard. they were able to get a corner kick and then Daniel Stairs, another one of their defenders was able to head in the ball. So he was able to get on the board. The other big news out of that is there was a scary moment in the second half where where Brian Rowe got had a collision with Nigel DeYoung, one of our midfielders, where he took a the keeper. A headshot. Oh. Yeah, Brian Rowe, our goalie got a headshot from a knee. So his head went right into oh. Nigel De Jong's knee and it just did not look good. He was unconscious Ouch. immediately. Really? The players were signaling for the for the medical staff and having him come out there. It was it was pretty scary. How long scary. was he out? He was out uh, maybe a minute. By the time the players got out there, maybe less than a minute. It felt like a long time because the you know by the time they got everyone out there, but he was able to walk off the field on his own. But he you know had a a bloody jersey and just he looked dazed. Does
0: the MLS have like a concussion protocol? Like they do have a protocol. And
3: funny you say that is the week before Robbie Keane had a, a similar injury where his head went into a goalie's thigh and he looked to be concussed. So he went through the and I'm doing air quotes you know concussion protocol and went back into the game mm-hmm. but later in the week they said that he had a concussion and that's why he was listed to miss this game against Colorado so they're now out with two of their better players Robbie Keane and Brian Rowe for concussions so it's a little a little scary getting into the season with these players being injured with the key roles that they have so they're ended the game 1-1 that's how it ended after that scary moment with Brian Rowe and I don't I I want to say I'm underwhelmed because oh, they're, what?
0: They, That's they, shocking.
3: The good news is, is that they didn't lose, but games at home, you should be earning the three points. And especially when you're playing a rival who's ahead of you in the standings. Right now, they're in third place, uh, which is a good thing. But they're, they can just as easily slip into a lower seat of the playoffs and possibly miss the playoffs. That's what scares me. I'm not seeing them put together a full performance like I've wanted them to since the beginning. That was my question at the beginning of the season. (laughs) When is this team going to click? When are they going to do it? Have we seen that game yet? It hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. happened. We've seen spurts of it, but we haven't seen a, a full game of them putting it all together and dominating a game from start to finish. Maybe that's, going to be in the playoffs and they turn it on and figure it out but I'm not seeing it.
0: So how many more how many more games we got?
3: I believe we have 11 more regular season games and then we'll get into the playoffs. So, we're getting down
0: to the nitty-gritty here. Ben was asking that's why. He <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he
3: wake so over there excited. I thought so was <laughs> you you put him to sleep. He's pretty watching the men's gymnastics over there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good stuff, gentlemen. Well, I think we covered everything that we need to know in LA sports, right? And We clearly want to get back to watching the Olympics,
5: so (laughs) we're out of here.
0: We are Guys in Shorts Sports. Find us on Twitter, at Guys in Shorts LA. Find us on Facebook. Visit the website, guysinshorts.com. And check out the YouTube page. We got a video up of our Olympics. (laughs) If you didn't hear our episode last week, a little video for you. We'll be putting more videos up in the future so be sure to check that out
3: yeah be very careful when you type in guys in shorts into YouTube you might get
0: some <laughs> some interesting responses oh, no, like guys in idea. shorts we, Olympics yeah we, we might, might not have, have pop up. thought that through before we named the show but <laughs> yes give some reviews if you haven't reviewed us yet on iTunes that does help out a lot so please be sure to do that and if you have any questions for us give us a call 562-450-3356 we're out of here For Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Jeff Wilson, and let's get some gold. Stick the landing. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Hashtag Team Selena. (laughs) (laughs) Was she the one
0: that licked the donuts? No, no, that's no, no, no. Ariana Grande. Yes, Ariana. Oh, Come, yeah. on, Come on, Jeff. Ariana
3: Grande is fantastic. I, what was I thinking? Okay, <laughs> I lied. I'd rather take this 13 seconds back <laughs> instead of
5: that. <laughs> because this is just lame.